Live at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island, it's Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield and Adam Hill on ESPN Las Vegas. Was there a moment in that fight video where someone yells guillotine as a rear naked choke is being put on? <laughs> no. I, I, I haven't watched it with Some, sound yet. Oh, okay. Someone did in the background. Whoever's holding the camera was like, guillotine, no, uh, no. rear naked choke. He wasn't really in position to throw a guillotine in. Not exactly, no. 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 Not when you're on your back. So the fight was better than the commentary. Is what so we were talking about a fight at an Oklahoma bar. I don't know if this is a Norman college bar, but uh, Oklahoma football player gets into it with a little guy, and the little guy just freaking smokes him, and little guy's MMA guy. It's funny because uh, Larry Meir, who works at your paper, just chimed in uh, on Twitter about it, and uh, Larry's exactly the kind of guy you would look at and be like, beat this guy up. Right. It's not big. Right. I'll fight him. Yeah, well. Larry Mir related to Frank Mir. Larry fought amateur fights here in Nevada. Did he ever go pro? Ever any uh, pro fights? So, but he, he's, he's a judge. Yeah, but he's he's a pretty good fighter. Yeah, he's good. He's and he's not you know he's an unassuming guy. Like you would yeah. think, uh, football player. I'm you know I'm six one six two. This guy, okay, let's go. And then boom 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 boom, belly to belly. Larry's been out of the gym for a while. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Just, okay, well, good. You have to see yeah. him sooner than I do. Yeah. I'll take them on. Good. You stand over them. Let's see how sure. many shorts, how many of those short punches you, you enjoyed on the video you can take. It'll definitely be, I'll definitely go for takedown. I'm not oh, gonna, my God. I'm not going to mess around with the hands. You getting belly to bellied by uh, Larry would be epic. Seeing your giganto body flying through the air. No, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't I'd, happen. I'd take him down. Well, that was you wouldn't take anyone down. The, the, that was the biggest problem in a bar fight, and this is the, uh, any bar fight. Like, if one guy's ready to go and the other guy's like, oh, I'm just big, so he's not going to throw on me, like, he throw on you, and you're not ready, and you're not, you're still not, like, getting ready. He just got overwhelmed. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't ready. And, by the way, that that's, I think, again, what happens when you are, you think you're just talking and your friend escalates something. Yep. And you're like, what, what are you doing? If that goes to a, a jury trial, what do you think the jury will do? I mean, I wouldn't hold it Norman because it's a – Sooner football player. Yeah, it's a great question. I try to get change of venue, but then when you go in, if you can hear enough, like, well, why were you messing with him? What were you doing? Yeah, but also why think- are you trying to intimidate a little guy? And then if you're doing it, then be ready to fight. You said we're gonna we can talk about this with uh, with Justin and, and Xavier, but I I feel like talking to Justin enough over the years, like there's an escalation of of conflict thing where like somebody pushes you, you nearly you know killing them is not really allowed. Which part? The punches, the belly to belly, or the rear naked choke? I feel like, all, like once you get them down and contained, I think you have to just hold them there. Do you? Like there, there was no real threat. The guy pushed you. I think the punches are justified. That'd be my legal guess, but it's just a guess. Sure, I, I, and I, I think as he, as he has pointed out many times, does it depends on what the jury says. Like you can say what the legal precedent is all you want, and what the legal standard is and what it says in the law books but it's what a jury decides and i think you could be right that a jury could look at him and be like yeah the guy came after you he was talking he's bigger than you you have every right to finish him off but i i thought the legal standard was you know you can't really you you can't really try to kill somebody when they've half shoved you in yeah. a in a bathroom a bathroom uh fight well as we like to do we talk videos on radio doesn't make much sense so you got to go watch the video it's up on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. We're out here at the TI 
Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. As the uh, Knights game will be on all over the place here. You got five dollar draft beer special. Uh, that is a six o'clock start over on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back in our Finley Toyota studios is Ari. Remember Finley Toyota? They'll do anything to sell you a car. Let's kick off the three hour. It's time for the three presented by Nova Home Loans. Call now at eight seven 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 hundred Nova. A seltzer beverage. Very lovely. Are you good to go? Of course. Always ready. Always ready. Uh, you didn't get in a take on the uh, Meat Mountain conversation. We're going to have to follow up on this one. The Arby's Meat Mountain. Did you see this? We have the meat. Oh, you got to say it. You got to say it. That's coming up at, uh, at 3.30. Also later this hour, we're going to talk to uh, Mike McKenna, BGK broadcast team. Ian Desmond's opting out again. I was kind of stunned by this. I mean, he gave a simple explanation. He just doesn't want to play in these conditions. I, I do wonder what happens, though, to his contract from here. Yeah, at this point, I don't really think it's opting out anymore. Really? You're just, aren't you just done? Well, COVID's not done, though. True. And if they're starting up here in a couple of weeks with spring training and you know on schedule to go at the beginning of March, COVID is going to be a situation well into the middle of the year, at least. So why wouldn't he have the option of opting out, or yeah, yeah opting out? Yeah, I, and that, that's that's perfectly fine. I just well, first of all, I do feel like I, I still don't know why Major League Baseball and other leagues are not just vaccinating. Like I don't know why that's not happening. Bad they, PR. They Bad PR. It, it's really not. I mean, because again, like by April, if everybody is able to have it, um, you're really only skipping the line by a couple of weeks, and I I think it'll it'll solve all these problems. Um, is he opting out of the season, or is he? Could he come back at the, the All Star break if perhaps everybody's vaccinated by then? I, I don't know. I guess he's just he's committed to fully fully opting out of the season. But at this point, if you're a team and you're looking at it, saying it'll be like three years between like at bats, like where's he going to be? Is he going to be able to play? And I'm listen. I'm totally. If you feel there is a safety issue, totally fine with whatever you feel like you have to do. But I think from a team perspective. They start looking at this, and, and I think you can make the case if you're the team and say, our positivity rates were lower than the general public. You're safer with us than you would be at home. Hmm. Touche. So, so maybe an overreaction. Maybe. Maybe. But it's his decision. Yeah, it's his decision. I, I don't want to say it's an overreaction. I, like, I think I think there can be cases to be made that you're probably better off playing if you really are concerned. Um, just because, you know, Everything is there, like all the structure is there for you to, to you know, you're you're all flying on a plane that's where everybody's been tested every single day, pretty much. Um, you are not supposed to go out when you're on the road, so you're not really at any risk there. Um, certainly, there's risk still. Um, if you're if you're opting out and you're never leaving your house, good for you. But uh, like, is that what's happening? I don't know. Mountain West Conference overreacting. No fans of the Mountain West Conference that was announced just about an hour ago. No fans at the WAC tournament, so both are here in Vegas. One's at the Orleans, one's at the Thomas and Mac. Zero fans for the Mountain West Conference tournament. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like because they were allowed, if you submit a plan and you get it approved, you're going to be allowed to have fans. I thought they would. I thought you. I, I figured the Mountain West would be all over it just right. to get some revenue. Right. I thought you know you kind of have to. Uh, in in terms of that, you have, you haven't had revenue all year. Try to get whatever you can out of this, and if you can only have you know, at the Thomas and Mac, it'd be what thirty six hundred. 
because uh, it's it's about twenty percent. I don't know. I, did I say ten percent earlier? Yeah. Um, yeah, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So if you can get a little bit of almost four thousand people in there, you can probably charge a lot of money because it's so limited. I, I would think you'd want to do that, but maybe it was, you know, difficulty coming up with the exact plan. And, you know, kind of figuring out exactly how to how to go about this. Because, again, it's not like you can just say, hey, we're going to have 4,000 fans. You have to come up with, here's where the 4,000 are going to be. Here's how they'll be separated. This, you know, this this 1,000 will go to this concourse and this bathroom. And this 1,000 will go to this concourse and this bathroom. Like, you have to have a very detailed plan for how to manage all the people. Maybe that became too much. You know, I don't have the information on this one. But we could probably look it up. What happens to a team if you're invited to the NCAA tournament and then you don't survive their seven-day testing protocol? You're booted, and then who fills in? Or is it a forfeit? And if you're booted, do you and the conference still get your money? It's a great question. Right? Isn't that part of uh, – think about it. With the Mountain West Conference Tournament, isn't that part of the cost-benefit analysis? I don't even know if that's the right terminology, but risk-reward, right? Yeah. If – if you hold a tournament and then you inadvertently, because you have fans in there, expose one of your tournament teams to COVID and then they get booted from the NCAA tournament, do you huh. still get the money? It's a good question. I mean, it's also what's going on with the West Coast of, you know, Gonzaga basically, like, th- saying they're probably not going to come. Uh, and and how, the, how is that going to go? And then um, – and it's, it's not for any other reason except for, you know, you're going to get a one seed no matter what. Why would you come to Vegas and play in a conference tournament First of all, probably with no fans, but also where you could potentially get COVID or have an exposure and have it impact your, your potential run to the NCAA. And that makes a lot of sense. But other teams that are trying to fight their way in don't really have that option. They have to potentially expose their team. And then what happens after that? You're right. I, I don't know what the answers to all those questions are of, hey, you're bubbling the tournament. But what if you have an exposure before and you can't make it to Indianapolis? I say it all the time. We love having an NFL team because there's always topics, and a lot of it's generated by Internet chatter. Is this just an Internet story, just a fan story? Are we getting any closer to Derek Carr signing an extension with the Raiders? Why is there a buzz over the weekend about this? Yeah, I mean, I think because it, it's, it's potentially could it's, – it's something that potentially could happen, um, and this is around the time where teams are starting to – kind of figure out going into where the cap's going to be, going into free agency. Um, they want more certainty. So I think a lot of people feel like this is about the right time uh, for it to happen. I don't know if that's necessarily the case with with the Raiders and, and with the, where they're at. Uh, but th- there's certainly there's buzz out there. There's talk out there. Now, whether that comes to fruition, whether it actually happens, you know, we'll find out. But, I mean, it's it's definitely a possibility. Like, this this offseason was the one where a lot of people said, okay, they're either trading him or extending him. Now, they don't have to do either. They could just keep him on his current contract. But this this was the offseason everybody's had circled for a couple of years where they had to make a decision. They don't, but it, it's, it makes a lot of sense for it to happen now. Well, we'll ask the question, should Derek Carr get an extension? Is this the right time for him to sign an extension? What would it be for? How much is he worth? As we'll check in with one of the guys from Pro Football Focus. Nova Home Loans brings you the three. It's a refi raid at Nova Home Loans. With interest rates at all-time lows, now's the time to talk to your local Nova loan officer. 877-700-NOVA.
Lincoln Black Label is your invitation to a uniquely elevated automotive experience revolving around you, including pickup and delivery, premium maintenance, vehicle care, Lincoln Concierge, travel collection, and culinary collection. Finley Lincoln is here to surprise and delight you all the way through your effortless experience. Thinking Lincoln? Then think Finley Lincoln in the Valley Auto Mall, Nevada's only standalone Lincoln Black Label dealership. When you buy or sell a house with Homie, everyone wins. As an official partner of our Vegas Golden Knights, we'll call it our Homie Ice Advantage. You'll save thousands because Homie agents don't charge high commissions. Your experienced local real estate agent will help you through every step of the buying or selling process. Plus, if you're selling your home because of COVID-19, Homie will waive your $2,500 listing fee. Win, win, win. Homie has your back. Text Knights to 88588 to buy or sell with Homie. Homie is an equal housing opportunity provider. Brokerage license number B144145. At PT's Taverns, we love our locals and we love the Vegas Golden Knights. To celebrate every Las Vegas favorite team and to help you show your support, we're giving away official VGK jerseys all month long. Simply stop into any PT's location and play with your True Rewards card to enter. Every 100 base points earned equals one entry into the drawing at the end of the month. Visit PTSTaverns.com to find a tavern near you. PT's Taverns, official partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you run a small business, you know that dealing with workers' comp insurance can be tedious and costly. But Pi Insurance is changing that, and founder John Swigert is here with me to tell us how. At Pi, we saw that small businesses needed a better way to handle their workers' comp coverage. So we built Pi Insurance from the ground up for them. We make getting workers' comp a no-brainer with simple online shopping. Best of all, we're helping them save up to 30%. And the reviews say it all. That's right. Pi Insurance is rated excellent on Trustpilot by our customers. They tell us we're fast, affordable, and easy to work with. Thanks, John. Bottom line here is that if you run a small business, you can say goodbye to expensive, complicated workers' comp and discover the next generation of small business insurance. Why not see if Pi can save you up to 30%? Ask your agent for Pi or check your rate today at trypie.com. That's T R Y P I E.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ugh, nothing's worse than starting trouble. We can help you out. We can start with a free battery test. That way, we'll know if your battery is causing the issue. It could be your starter or your alternator. You don't want to waste money on the wrong fix. And if you do need a new battery, we've got you covered with a wide selection of replacement batteries. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2019. Get in the zone, auto zone. Attention sports fans, it's time to stock up on your game day essentials. Go to Liquor World today. Three locations serving locals for slam dunk deals on the largest selection of top quality wine, beer, and specialty liquors. Liquor World is open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Hashtag Liquor World LV. Hey, Las Vegas, it's Ed Granny from the Press Box here, and I'm back to remind you about BetMGM Sports Nevada, where every play and every game means more than ever. BetMGM is the king of sports books because they help you turn big plays into OMG-level paydays. How to get started in winning? Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Before you know it, you'll be able to place bets from anywhere in Nevada and take advantage of BetMGM's daily boosted odds specials. Plus, find dozens of betting options for all your favorite sports, including in-play wagering, props, and much, much more. This means every game and every play will have you on the edge of your seat waiting to do your signature victory dance. So come on! Download the app today and stop by your favorite MGM casino in Las Vegas to register. Believe me, in no time, it'll be showtime for you to bet fearlessly at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Think about it. You can make every game mean something more. This is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity 
opportunity to wager during what is destined to be the most exciting period of sports any of us have ever seen. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. And remember, always, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Start the year off right and get into the hottest performing sporty sedan, the all-new redesigned 2021 TLX at Finley Acura in the Valley Auto Mall. With its superior handling, optional drive modes, and advanced technology, it's the best sporty sedan on the road today. And get special 1.9% APR for up to 60 months. Only at Finley Acura in the Valley Auto Mall or online at FinleyAcura.com. APR offered valid OAC through Acura Financial Services. Down payment varies. Restrictions apply. Expires 3-1-2021. The puck has dropped. It's the inaugural season for your Henderson Silver Knights. And you can catch all of the action on 1230 The Game. Brought to you by the Beatty Chamber of Commerce. Beatty, Nevada is 90 miles from Las Vegas with 360 degrees of affordable adventure. You are listening to Cofield and Company, live at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Adam, so you think there's any truth at all to the uh, car extension stuff? Well, I think I think people, if they are saying that it's happening, are hoping that they can guess and get it right. Like, so it, you don't think there's anything founded from legit media members on this? No, not necessarily. I think it's it's speculation. All right. Well, let's get into the discussion. If it were going to happen, uh, George Shrewry is excellent on this stuff. Great football mind, pro football focus. He joins Stephen Adam here at uh, TI, Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. He's not here, but he's on the phone. What's up, George? I'm uh, wishing I was there. Yes. I think it's snowing out here, so I probably would prefer whatever the heck you guys are enjoying over there. It was a little chilly in the house this morning. I walked out. It was 62, so it was kind of right. I'm throwing oh, no. a heavier shirt. It was tough. So uh, we were just talking about uh, the uh, rumors on the internets, and we don't know if these are legit media folks or it's just kind of wishful thinking and creating some uh, message board material. But um, let's say Derek Carr is up for an extension, or at least the Raiders are discussing an extension with Derek Carr. One, are you cool with it? He's got two years left on his deal. Um, and what should the extension be? Like, how much should he make? Adam, you said he was making next two years. It's 22 and 20. Yes, yeah, the cap hit the next two years. Okay, twenty-two million and twenty million. What do you think, George? I am firmly in the camp of do not overpay a non-top ten quarterback. And Derek Carr, and that sounds like a, a mean thing to say. To say that you're not a top ten guy is not a, a huge diss. I mean, there's ten guys in the whole world that are going to be top ten quarterbacks, but I, I think Derek Carr can like kind of scratch that as his ceiling. He had an 85 PFF grade last year. That was right at 10. That was number 10. Um, but when you talk about extension, that generally means you're going to pay a little bit of a markup, and you are not getting value from that unless you're getting really one of those elite guys, you know, uh, um, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Those guys you know you're getting residual, a positive ROI out of. With Derek Carr, you need so many other pieces around him to make the offense good that I'm just not paying him that top 10 money. So I certainly would not look for an extension. I'm not saying that I'd be looking to get out of Derek Carr this year, which I think has been rumored. I would explore that. Um, It's weird. I either find that people are way too high or just way too low on Derek Carr. He's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having, like, the 12th best quarterback in the league, right? But people people act like, you know, you're dissing somebody if you're saying, oh, he's probably not in the top 8 to 10. He's good. He's really good. But, yeah, you're right. They've got two years left. Why not let him play out? 
uh, this year uh, and see where we go from there. Well, free agency is coming up. The draft coming up. A lot of craziness. Uh, you guys did have a piece on uh, kind of predicting where a lot of these free agent guys would go. Uh, a lot of guys staying put, and that is generally what we see, right? We get all excited about you know where these guys are going, but the top guys st- tend to stay where they are a lot of times. That's the thing about the NFL, right, is that if you have a good player because of the franchise tag and um, how valuable and you know draft capital is, that you know it's going to be hard to replace those guys, so you keep them. Um, you do not see really good elite talent in the prime of their career leave because that is so important to a team, although this year we're seeing a little bit of you know that wind of change coming along. Quarterbacks are kind of like saying, hey, I want you guys to be aggressive and bring me people, or I don't want to be here. Uh, and then you have guys like Deshaun Watson who are saying, you know, they want to get out of there. So I wouldn't be surprised if there were one or two things that were a little more, um, you know, flexible. But you look at the top guys, you see an Allen Robinson. I definitely don't think he wants to go back to Chicago. Do they tag him? If not, I think he's gone. Um, Dak Prescott, I, look, I could see something crazy happening there, but at the end of the day, I just. It's really hard for me to believe that Jerry Jones is going to tag and trade him. So I think he stays. Um, and then when you look at the receivers, I think that's probably where the most movement can be because um, I would expect, other than Chris Godwin, I would expect all of those guys, Kenny Galladay, uh, Will Fuller, Juju, all of those guys to move. So I do think there will be a little bit of movement on the receiver end. On the quarterback end, I don't expect a whole ton. Uh, Tampa has some interesting free agents, but you know a lot of guys – expected to come back and for a team that won the super bowl they actually have some cap space they've done a really nice job with building their team i think it's um hats off to jason lick who you know in the draft has invested in young athletic defensive backs and defensive players in general and that's helped him create a really solid defense that obviously todd bowles has has made the most of but then when you look at the other pieces, you know, they, they drafted really well at receiver with both Evans and Chris Godwin. They brought in Antonio Brown at an absolute steal of a price, right? But when he's right, he's a you know, top five receiver on the field. Um, and then, you know, for Brady, they're not paying him that much. You know, they really aren't. So um, he has done such a nice job drafting Tristan Wirfs this year. It, it's crazy to think about, but if – Tom Brady really is not showing any signs of, of wearing off. And really the only thing that I've seen is that maybe his alcohol tolerance is, is petering out a little bit. We used to hear that, you know, he could drink anyone under the table. I don't know. Anymore. You know, there might be some evidence to the contrary there over the past couple of weeks. <laughs> um, but if he continues to play well on the field, there is no reason for this team to drop off because they are solid to really elite basically everywhere on that team. And we do think he only had like two trulies, right? <laughs> he he uh he smelled some tequila and uh and that was all he needed uh my top free agent target for the raiders coming into the season uh in this offseason was marcus williams from the saints uh, i think he'd be a great fit to what they want to do uh the projection piece here on pro football focus has marcus williams going to the raiders why would this be a good fit well, because the back end of the Raiders was an absolute disaster. And uh, maybe one of the best examples of that was, um, you know, the, the Raiders were like, a, you know, a couple plays away from beating the Chiefs twice. But they had a brain malfunction on the back end uh, on that last play against Patrick Mahomes at the safety position. 
Um, and those will cost you huge plays. And we saw that with the Raiders. They were by far the worst defense on third, third down and third and long. And Marcus Williams is a really, really good safety. He is in position at almost all times. He can be a quarterback for that defense. Uh, I was listening to Brandon Staley, uh, head coach of the Chargers, talk to Chris uh, Collinsworth and Richard Sherman on their podcast last week. Great listen. And he talked about giving John Johnson the green dot. He said, you know, in today's NFL, you need a safety that is seeing the field and calling the shots because this is how the game is won. It is won with big plays, and that happens because your secondary is either you know, playing well or it doesn't happen because they are playing well. Um, and so I think that would be a great fit for them. I also actually think um, Richard Sherman, interestingly enough, would be a really, a really interesting fit with Gus Bradley coming over there. And, um, look, I mean, you know, Richard can still play at a high level, um, maybe not as high as it was before, but also brings leadership to that you know, young defense. So um, I, the good news for the Raiders is that traditionally defensive backs are one of the cheapest assets in free agency because you can find value. Players that haven't played up to their level because of maybe scheme mismatches, and you can grab those guys and end up finding a ton of value there. So that's good news. Now you just got to go do it, which is obviously easier said than done. The only way to get ready for the uh, free agency period and the NFL draft is to go up to uh, pff.com, sign up for one of their subscription packages, and George Shiruri is on with us from pff.com. Let's talk J.J. Watt. First of all, how good is he? Does he deserve this all, all this attention? And then I saw you guys had a couple of tweets and stories related to it that, uh, you know, J.J. Watt over the last couple of years actually from the edge, not that great. Actually uh, inside, much better. It, does he have a move in front of him to be playing more inside? I think so. You know, um, you're talking about a lot of good resources here. The first I would mention is you can go check out. We have a couple of pieces on him. We also have our top 200 free agency rankings. You can read about Watt there. Um, and, and Steve uh, Palazzolo did a great job of kind of identifying where he's won and where he struggled. He has been an elite pass rusher against guards. I mean, he just torches guards. And so if you put him on that interior and pass rushing situation, I, I think he's one of the scariest defensive linemen out there. Where he struggles is on base down on the outside. He's getting washed out um, a little too frequently. The injury history, I think, for him points to you don't want to try and play this guy like 1,200 snaps. You know, you're just not going to get the most out of him. Um, and so I like the idea of putting him in the interior or at least having him in a position where you can move him all over the defensive line because he is strong enough and quick enough to really bully those guys on pass rushing down. So, look, he's not the J.J. Watt of like five years ago, but you are going to get a player. We have him at 20 in our, in our rankings here at 32 that when he's right, is, can, can play like a 25-year-old, you know, at the peak of his game. The problem is you're just not going to get that. Um, so I, I think, you know, 13 mil a year, something like that for, for J.J. makes sense. You guys also have a prediction story, and you have J.J. Watt going to the Browns. Yeah. Look, I want to see him go somewhere a little more fun. You know, I, I, Browns fans, bless their heart, but um, – I'd love to see him go to, you know, Green Bay or Pittsburgh and play with his brother or, you know, a, a team other than the Browns. Um, but I think it makes sense for the Browns. And it could be really cool there with Miles Garrett, Olivier Vernon on the outside. Like, how good would that defensive line be? It would be potentially really scary. They have some young players on the back end of that defense. Um, 
it's an interesting one because I don't think people have ever thought of the Browns as being, you know, potentially a Super Bowl contender. And obviously, J.J. Watt wants to win a Super Bowl. I think for him, he's got to decide is, you know, does Baker Mayfield, is he the guy that, you know, he wants to hitch his wagon to in terms of trying to compete for a Super Bowl? Because he's been playing with Deshaun Watson, you know, so that'd be a step down for him. Um, but I think it would be cool in terms of how that defensive line would look. Isn't J.J. Watt just going to stretch this out as long as he can so we can make this all about J.J. Watt? <laughs> We've got to get at least, you know, five box jump videos to pump the, uh, <laughs> the projected, you know, the annual salary up a little bit. I, I'm with you. I think we've got some highlight videos coming from him, uh, maybe another Subway commercial or three, um, because he is great at self-promotion, fantastic at it, and we deserve some during the free agency period. I mean, he's got a chance to really market himself, and one of the cool things about it, whether you, you know, sometimes it's a little corny, sometimes um, you, know, you can really get into it. The cool thing is that at least players can interact now, and they can communicate. So, We'll see everything that he's telling all the teams. It'll be right there on his social media account. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. George, we appreciate it, man. Stay safe in the snow. Don't fall down. I fall a lot in the snow. That's why I live here. <laughs> Athletes adjust, brother. I'll do my best. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I do. I, fall. I fell twice last year. That's not fun. Stupid Denver airport and uh, walking around. I think it was uh, Logan. Did you get the bruising, though, or it was a, were you kind of okay? I was okay, surprisingly. It's bad when you get like the bruise that lasts like three weeks, and you're like, come on. I got one of those bruises in New Orleans. This last time? Uh, yeah, I may have been a little like nine cheats to the wind, okay. and I actually just, it wasn't super fast, but I ran right into the middle of a bench. Like just a wooden bench. I did not see it. It didn't have a back on it. It was just, you know, the, the legs and the, and the seat, and sure. I like just right into it with my shin. And, what? like, doubled over. Wait, how low was the bench? It was low. Your shin hit it. It's like four inches well, I have very off short the legs. I have very short legs. I had this whole discussion this <laughs> week, and I was shopping for pants. I was actually, I was shopping for a jacket, and the SO was like, wow, that's, a, that's a, like a, a double X tall. I'm like, yeah, I can wear tall because I have a long torso and, like, really squatty legs. <laughs> and my stomach has made my torso even bigger now. So now you got to get around that. Right, but I just feel like I feel like the, the the bench being that low is a real problem. I don't think that's on you. If the bench is hitting your shin, it was pretty low. It's probably not in the right place. I'm Dorf on radio. Like my legs are really short. Remember Dorf on golf? Clearly, yes. Yeah, yeah. Tiny legs. Uh, reaction to this uh, free agency prediction story on PFF.com coming up, and uh, we're going to talk to uh, one of the VGK broadcasters about the disaster that was. Saturday, at least for the NHL. That did not work out the way they wanted it to. Visit Cofield's Corner on LVSportsNetwork.com for access to the latest podcasts and best interviews. I'm attorney Paul Powell. If you get hurt in a crash, did you know your lawyer can take more money than you? That's right. You get hurt and the lawyer gets rich. Not very fair, is it? When you hire me, those worries go bye-bye-bye. I promise never to take more money than you, and I put it in writing. If you're tired of greedy lawyers, call 728-5500 or go to paulpowell.com. I really can help. Paul Powell. More lawyer. Less fee.
Some restrictions apply. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Ted, there it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text TIGER to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text T-I-G-E-R to 42424. That's TIGER to 42424. At com, it's all digital. We have a 45-second offer online. It's fast, it's easy, and we have the best online reviews on the planet. Sell me your car. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com So easy you can do it in your underwear. On October 30th, Pat hit four fives, clearing his gambler's bonus four-of-a-kind bingo card for over $39,000. Pat hit big and so can you with gambler's bonus. It's why you play the game. Now, back to Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. Two NFL players of note that are in the uh, top 20 free agent list or on the uh, free agent list, top 20 free agent list for PFF.com are at uh, 16. I don't know where the hell he is. Marcus Williams, 15th. Marcus Williams, a safety prediction. Raiders, four years, 57 million. 30 million guaranteed, 30 million. And uh, at number 18, also going to the Raiders, two years, 28 million, 18 guaranteed. Uh, the one, the only, Dick Sherman. So Richard Sherman could be a Raider, according to this list. So Sure. And I think that is, a lot of that is speculation started by Richard Sherman on that podcast with John Gruden with the sure. alleged tampering. Uh, so once that started, I think it made sense. But it's also. Sherman reuniting with Gus Bradley would make a lot of sense as well. Hmm. Fifth-rated free agent, Trent Williams. Interesting. I was hoping the uh, the other Trent would be on the list. <laughs> yeah, but not yet. But he's not a he's not a free agent yet. Not no. not yet. Trent Williams. And a lot of the, a lot of the players are, or a lot of the people on the list are staying with their. Their same team. Yeah, too, so. I find the Ryan Fitzpatrick back to the Dolphins fairly interesting. That is interesting uh, because I I di- like, I just think it extends the questions more of you know Fitzpatrick is more likely at this point to lead you to the playoffs, but two and he's developing. Who do you play? I know this. They're not taking a quarterback. So we, can we stop with that? Please? The Dolphins. They're not taking a quarterback. No. It's a TV show. They're just trying to play you. The Dolphins have three and eighteen. They're going to make their team better. They're not going to double up on quarterback. I believe they believe, or still believe, in Tua. Allen Robinson, PFF prediction is franchise tag stays. $18 million in 2021. We could scream and yell about this if you want. I saw a good screaming match on social media. I guess it was from, I don't know, maybe last night. Whatever that late night show is. On, uh, I have no idea what's on ESPN anymore. I don't either. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't hit the web, then 
then I don't see it. But ESPN Plus is, I don't know, they do, weren't they doing a late night show with, I said, I'm serious, I'm talking out of my ass. Wasn't, weren't like Covino and Rich doing like a late night show? They were for a while. Is that the same one? Last night there was one with Taylor Twellman and, and Clinton Yates. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. So they get into this Cam Newton story. The Cam Newton story is he's videoed out of camp. Is it his camp? I thought I thought it was. It's a seven-on-seven okay. football camp. So he's there, and there's some kid talking trash to him, and then Cam goes back at him a little bit. I mean, I thought it was kind of rude and stupid by the kid. Cam's amping him up. Yeah. But the kid's talking trash to him. Um, here's some of the tail end of the trash talk, and and then uh, Twelman and Yates like really get into it, like, you know, young man, <laughs> you're so disrespectful, and they're on opposite sides. Shocker, but they're on opposite sides on this one. What's the day? He's a free agent. What's the day? He's a free, free agent. He's a free agent. Free agent once, let it go. But he consistently goes there. Then that video tells me he 100% disrespected him. That ain't trash talking. Okay. So they get into a, a little beef here, the 17-year-old kid and Cam Newton, where the, the kid just keeps saying, you're a free agent, you're a free agent, you're a free agent. You're about to be poor. Yeah, you're about to be poor. And Cam's <laughs> like, I'm rich. Uh, Cam's like, where's your dad? You know, he's yelling at him. Uh, Twelman's like, hey, that was trash talk. That wasn't just friendly. No, he said that wasn't just trash talk. That was disrespectful. So where do you fall on this? Because this is one of those stories I like. I really needed some help yeah, to get too. like amped up on this. I'm like, I, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a little bit weird that there's a 17 year old kid like talking trash with Cam, but he seemed to be into it. But then a bunch of NFL players jumped on behind Cam, and they're like, kids. Yeah. They then they started doing the kids these days thing. I'm like. I don't know. I just thought it was like friendly banter. Well, I thought a lot of I thought of, I thought a lot of what the players were kind of getting at without saying it outright was like, this is the kind of kind of stuff we have to deal with. Like you're trying to do something nice in the community, and you, you've got always got people yelling stuff at you, t- you know, trying to trying to get at you. They want to be like the next. I want to show off for my friends and really go after this person. Like I feel like that's kind of where that was coming from a little bit. I don't know what to really make of this. It's a kid kind of being dumb. There's. I also don't know what the difference between trash talk and disrespect is. Like, trash talk is disrespectful by nature. That's what you do. I guess friendly versus insulting? I, I guess so. Um, it seems like kind of a an obnoxious thing that the kid was doing. It's also it's weird that Cam would engage, like, just let it go. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know, like, what the fault is. I don't know how this started either, and that's, that's I think, a, the big part of what we're missing is that everybody's looking at a video that starts halfway through. And then we're trying to make a determination on what exactly it was. Like, did Cam come after the kid and, like, hey, you sucked out there? And the kid was like, what do you know? You're not even on a team. Like, I, I don't know. Is that how it started? Who knows? Here's Clinton Yates and a little more Twelman. Come on. It's a camp. He's a teenager. This is not that serious overall. The coach coming in, doing all this other stuff. I will give Cam credit. Talking to him is exactly what you're supposed to do in that situation. It doesn't mean he's got to be at attention. He didn't spit in his food. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's his own dad. This is a football camp where kids are trying to figure out how to become players, how to become men, how, I guess, on wait, some whoa, level. Whoa, 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 and this is a teaching whoa. moment. Sounds like he's got a real doozy coming. <laughs> I like Twelman. He he yells a lot. He gets very worked up. Sure, he's in. And Yates is like, it's not a big deal. Like, eh, whatever. It's camp. We're, we're having fun. Here we go. It's escalating. Let's allow this to escalate. I, it's a camp on how to become an NFL MVP, and you're going to spit at the foot of the NFL MVP at the camp? What? What are you talking about? I was.
was a teenager, I used to fight on the train all the time because that was just what you did growing up where I was from. This kid's talking smack on a football field. I'm not going to get that mad about it. Okay? Trevor, come on. No, 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 no. no. It's not, hold on, though. No. Clinton, ahead, it's not at a football field. It's at a camp that he paid to attend. It's different. Okay. You sure? We sure how the, the financial structure works of this thing? What does that mean? I thought it was an invite camp. Does it make any difference? I just I just don't think it makes a difference. I don't know what that part of it is. Like he paid to attend the camp, so he shouldn't he shouldn't have anybody snap back at him after he talks trash. Yates seemed to be suggesting that a Cam Newton camp is different than um, like you know thirty year ago nerd soccer camp for Twelman. <laughs> I think suburban. I don't want to call it nerd because Twelman's a great athlete. Um, that's possible too. But also, I I think in reading the story yesterday. I thought that it was it's a camp that Cam Newton just takes a team to, but it's not necessarily his camp, which does that make a difference? I don't think so either. Like I again, I just I think it's very interesting to watch the video. I think it's it's a it's a it's a strange subject that like all of a sudden we all get dragged into because it happens and you're you have to have an opinion about it, but I I think we need to know what started this. But the biggest takeaway to this point seems to be kids these days. Of course. Like how how dare you disrespect a guy who won, you know, as an NFL player, maybe on his way out, but former MVP. Why don't you show the adult some respect? Of course, but Cam was also engaging. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like this kid was just taunting Cam and he's walking by. Like the kid says something, Cam goes back at him, and then they 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 just go back and forth. And yeah, I guess you could make the case of, hey, why does this kid think he's on the same ground, and why does he, you know, why does he think he's equal to Cam? I guess if you want to make that. You know that case, I suppose, but it, it's it's just it's something where it started. I'd like to know how it started, but it doesn't really matter necessarily. And then we just get a good video of Cam Newton talking trash with some kid. Okay, that's fun. We can we can listen to it. We can watch it, and then I I don't think we have to have a a huge generalization of what society as a whole has become based on two guys talking <laughs> trash on a football. Yes, field. we do. We don't. Yes, we have to wean that from this. Yes, kids these days players these days i don't know you know back in my day on radio you had to really earn prizes now we made it easy just call in yeah we made it don't call it now there's gonna be a sounder at some point the rest of the way on cofield and company it's from the vegas lawyers when you're told to call in you talk to ari and you could qualify for a two thousand dollar cash prize at the end of the month the end of the month is right around the corner it's all courtesy of the vegas lawyers that's right two thousand dollars when the sounder plays Give Ari a call, and you are in the running to win 2K. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Finding the right personal injury attorney in the bright lights of Las Vegas used to be as tough as finding free parking on the Strip. Now, both have changed. At Sam and Ash, you'll get experienced lawyers who care about you and only you. We've recovered a total of over $400 million for our clients. And while no one can guarantee a result in your case, experience like ours matters. Call us anytime, 702-820-1234. Or visit samandash.com. Because you deserve 
what's right. Brianhead Ski and Snowboard Resort is experiencing some great conditions. The latest storms have given Brianhead nearly a four-foot base of snow, making this the perfect time to come to Brianhead. If you don't know how to ski or snowboard, no worries. Brianhead has an excellent ski school that'll have you skiing or boarding in no time. And don't forget to purchase your lift passes online. The earlier you buy them, the more you save. Plus, you can go straight to the lifts and avoid the lines at the ticket window. To purchase your lift passes or to get the latest conditions, go to brianhead.com. Somebody smarter than me once said, two things you never scrimp on are shoes and mattresses. I can make sure you don't have to scrimp on the mattress. I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, where we have the entire line of Tempur-Pedic mattresses, ranked highest in customer satisfaction by J.D. Power. And right now, get two free Tempur-Pedic pillows with the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. As for the shoes, though, you're on your own. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. A lot of people won't call an attorney to help them get out of debt because they're afraid they'll get pushed into a bankruptcy. Not a Panda Law Firm. We're a full-service debt relief law firm, and that means we review all your options with you. During your free consultation, Panda attorneys will talk to you about bankruptcy, debt consolidation, and debt settlement. Then we'll work to figure out the best option for you. When you need help with your personal or business debt, call Panda Law 702. Start the year off right at Finley Volkswagen Henderson. Right now, lease a 2020 Jetta for only $199 per month. That's right, a 2020 Jetta 1.4T for only $199. Plus, they can curbside deliver, and the entire transaction can be done online and over the phone. Meet me at Finley Volkswagen in the Valley Auto Mall, or check us out online, finleyvw.com. For highly qualified customers through Volkswagen Credit, $24.99 due at signing, 39-month lease. Excludes tax, title, license, and dealer fees. Offer expires 3-1-2021. Finley Volkswagen. Silver 7's Hotel and Casino and William Hill Rates and Sportsbook are teaming up for another great year of exciting sports action. Sign up for a William Hill Nevada mobile sports account and you'll receive a $50 bonus on top of your $50 deposit by using promo code GET50. Plus, Silver 7's Hotel and Casino has newly remodeled rooms, redesigned suites, new private cabanas, and an updated spacious gaming floor with over 400 slot machines and $3 electronic table games. Don't miss all the action at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino on the corner of Flamingo and Paradise. Panera's new flatbread pizzas are here. But to our new chef, Klaus, they're not just pizzas. They're masterpieces. Because it's not just cheese. It's hot and melty mozzarella and fontina cheese. It's not just sauce. It's market tomato red bell pepper sauce. And it's not just toppings. It's fresh mozzarella, basil, and grape tomatoes. Mmm. Taste our delicious new flatbread pizzas today. Order online for pickup or delivery. Panera. Restrictions apply. Both were prosecutors in the Clark County District Attorney's Office, each with 25 years of experience. One was chief of the Special Victims Unit, the other chief of the Homicide Unit. Both dedicated, both respected. Together, they are Craig Hendricks and Frank Como, the Vegas dream team for criminal defense you need in your corner. Call 702-222-9999 or visit vegasdreamteam.com, a division of DeCastro Verde Law Group. Westar Credit Union was created for the true heartbeat of our city, people who work in the gaming and service industries. You are the ones who provide the incredible experience that people all over the world have come to expect when they visit Las Vegas. 
So why would you settle for just any banking experience? At Westar Credit Union, what matters most to us is you. If you work in the gaming or service industry, or if you live with or are related to anyone who does, join us. Be part of something meaningful. Westar Credit Union, where you matter. Visit bankwhereyoumatter.com to learn more. Hi there, Jackson Hewitt Tax Service here. Want to save some money filing your taxes? File your taxes with Jackson Hewitt now and pay $50 less than you paid someone else last year. That's right, pay $50 less than last year. Have your taxes done by a skilled Jackson Hewitt tax pro and get the biggest refund possible, guaranteed. It's win-win-win. Get more, pay less, but act now. The offer won't last. Get your coupon code and offer details at jacksonhewitt.com. That's Jackson Hewitt. If you need to buy a home, call Justin DeHart. If you want the best rates, with service that's great. Justin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone. And Hey, it's Steve Cofield, and I'm sure by now you've heard that mortgage interest rates are really low. Dustin, how low are the rates right now? Should everyone still be looking at a mortgage tune-up with you if they haven't done one recently? Steve, yes, rates are the lowest they've ever been in the history of the United States right now, and everyone listening to this should call me at 577-2600 to get that mortgage tune-up done so I can show you how much money I can save you every month. And if you don't own a home, now's a great time to call and get pre-approved to go out and purchase your dream home. Even if you have credit or down payment challenges, I can help. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone and call 577-2600. That's in the heart with Nova Home Loans. NMLS 25011, branch NMLS 777-362. Pressure from Tuck spinning in front and it is in. Alex Tuck has scored. Vegas back within a goal. 5.35 to go in the third. Hang in at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. It's Cofield and Company. Getting ready for another uh, bounce back for the Golden Knights. That was the uh, Tahoe game. How do they list the uh, length of game? It was like 10 hours, 36 minutes. Is that that the way they did it? Yeah. It was a weird day. That was Tuck. Knights Radio Network right over there on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Let's get into the game and start looking forward to Mike McKenna covers the VGK uh, Golden Knights, and he's part of the broadcast team as Mike is up with Steve and Adam here in Vegas. What's up, Mike? Hey, everybody. Everybody doing good there? Uh, We're good. We're good. (laughs) The NHL, though, from Saturday, a little rough, a little rough. Um, so tell us what you thought of Saturday. Well, it's just kind of wide, wide and encompassing, right? Like it was an unbelievable event to pull off. I'm glad it got finished. There were troubles along the way. I, I think it just is one of those things that the, the NHL did their best to adapt to the situation. You know, sometimes you step up and you try to hit a home run, and it, it might be a ground rule double, you know, or it might be a double. It might be a single. Uh, I wouldn't call it a failure by any stretch, but – Definitely had its challenges. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I'm mostly thankful that no players were injured because of the ice conditions. That was the first thing that came to mind, watching players and referees toe-pick around the ice. Uh, but it ended up being a, a pretty entertaining game if you were able to put that third pot of coffee on and, and stay up for the second and third periods. Was that the coolest ice rink you've ever seen? Oh, it's up there. You know, I, I mean, to actually construct it with the backdrop and the setting and the look of it was astonishing. I mean, really, you think about rinks that are built in sports and you think about the outdoor ones being, you know, at the Cotton Bowl and at the Big House in Michigan and 
these huge stadiums or baseball fields like Wrigley Park or, or Fenway, well, they're still stadiums. You know, they still are within the context of having seats and fans. Um, this was just super unique. Uh, it was very reminiscent for anybody that grew up north of the border for what they used to do. Of course, I grew up in St. Louis, so I never had the outdoor ice. Uh, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, you know, it's funny. Like, I think at one point uh, when I was playing in Norfolk, Virginia, we heard rumor of an outdoor game being played on one of the battleships, like a U.S. battleship at the Naval Yard. And obviously that never came to be, but that would be about the only thing I could think of that would rival this from a scenic perspective. Well, I mean, they have, you know, we can maybe see it in the future. They're getting very creative with a lot of this stuff. We've seen them do basketball games on a uh, on an aircraft carrier. It doesn't really work because of the wind. Like, it's a problem. Yeah. But but NHL, you could, you could pull it off. Is it how, I mean, we, we learned about the sun the other day, right? Like, the sun beating down on the ice, not, not a good thing. Uh, what about the conditions when you're playing hockey? If there's if there's, you know, rain or wind or snow, how much more difficult does that make it for the players? It really depends what's coming at you. I mean, rain's no fun. There was an outdoor game a couple of years ago um, in California where they faced a ton of rain, and it's just sloppy. You know, the puck starts to stick to the ice. Being wet and cold, that's a bad feeling. We've all been there before, right? You walk out in, you know, 40 or even 50-degree weather, and it's raining, and you just – you don't want to be out there, uh, much less playing a sport. That's less than ideal, especially with the half shields that players wear. It's it's tough to battle through that. Snow's not as bad as long as it's not too heavy. And honestly, I think every player would like to play in snow. I think that that aspect would be really cool. Uh, taking a shovel break every you know five ten minutes <laughs> is kind of unique and fun. Uh, but uh, you know the the conditions themselves, like the wind, is definitely a factor. I mean, you heard the players talk about it having the wind at their back. Um, facing the glare at different angles. So there's definitely different challenges to it. But, uh, you know, snow wouldn't be as bothersome, but rain, that's that's tough. So you definitely have to avoid that if it's all possible. You can hear him on the uh, broadcast. Also follow on Twitter at Mike McKenna 56 or McKenna in-game, which is uh, awesome, awesome content uh, while you're watching the game to kind of follow along uh, and track what's going on. We, we Obviously, the, you know, the story of, of the day Saturday besides the great game was the delay that took place. But... I was intrigued to hear your answer on, you know, if they would have kept playing, besides the conditions of the ice, which obviously they couldn't really play through, the sun could have ended up being a factor for the goalies. I heard a lot of that coming into the game. Did you think that was going to be a factor, and can that be a factor in an outdoor game where the goalies have to deal with the sun with the puck coming at them at 100 miles an hour? Yeah, it's interesting because I don't, I don't know if during the day it would have been as bad as when it started to become dusk later on. and. Hmm. Uh, I look at that game between the Boston with the Bruins and the Flyers, and to me it looked like Carter Hart couldn't track anything. It looked like he was really, really struggling with, with glare and lighting. And, you know, guys, I actually think it may have been worse during the evening just because of the lighting situation at Tahoe. They had plenty of light, but there were shadows all over the ice. Uh, it wasn't traditionally like it's kind of lit on top and around. It was makeshift to a certain extent, and it was very bright. Like, you could see the puck. But goalies, you get in trouble when things are on the ice that create deception. And to me, shadows are really the hardest part. Now, glare is real. I mean, if the sun's coming down, that's a little bit brighter and different than what you're going to face. You get different reflections off of things. But, man, shadows are tough because the puck's dark, you know. <laughs> and when, when it goes into another dark space after it's just been on the light space, it really, really messes with your mind. And tracking the puck is not easy. Um, so... I find dusk would have probably been the hardest scenario for that. If they just played strictly under the sun, not as big a deal. 
Uh, and everybody puts eye black on to kind of look cool and for the fun of it. But I don't know how much effect it truly has to, to help you out there. Um, we saw the red jerseys again on Saturday. I am I am pro red jersey. I think they're the best jersey. What is your favorite jersey of? Now that the Golden Knights are like Oregon, we have like a hundred different jersey combinations. Uh, <laughs> what what is your favorite? <laughs> it's funny, like. Dylan Coughlin wore five different jerseys this year, or something like that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he's played. I think he's played. He played four games and wore four different jerseys, which wow. kind of paralleled my career. But sadly, I did it with four different teams in a row, not just uh, with the same one. But um, I love the red jerseys, and, and it's nostalgia factor. I played for the Wranglers, which the red represents. I just think they're so sharp, and there's nothing like them in the NHL. The red, the gold, the black. Just totally different, and I love that alternate logo. You know, we, we joke around about it how on the on the AT and T Sportsnet broadcast, like we would like to have the alternate logo for pins in addition to the Vegas Golden Knights pin that we wear on the lapel of our suits, just to to change things up a bit. You know, it's it's really cool and unique, um, and I'm glad that they're doing it. You know, the fans have latched on. I mean, obviously they sell like crazy, but I think it's just another unique look and something for people to be excited about. The Golden Knights came into the season with two goalies right now. Mark andre Fleury playing at a very high level. Robin Leonard uh, not out there currently. How much concern should fans have about Robin Leonard and uh, his ability to kind of get back out there, and when can that happen? Well, everything we hear is that it's you know, it was a tweak. Uh, he's expected back soon. Uh, you do have to remember that the team went on the road, uh, going to Tahoe, coming down uh, to Denver after that. So I, I think that that's part of the factor in that you don't want to rush somebody back from an injury on the road and be – and especially in the COVID world too, like you don't need to expose somebody to more things, traveling, and all, just all the stuff that goes into it. So, um, from everything that we've been told, I would it seems like he should be back soon. The only concern that you have do you start to run Mark Andre Fleury too hot? You know, is he playing too many games? Is that original plan of being able to give him rest is that going to start to wear off? Um, you know, it's you get through tonight's game. You're, there's going to be a couple days off between that and Thursday's game. But after that, you're still talking about every other night. And, you know, at some point, like, Oscar Donsk has played good hockey for Vegas. This is a guy who needs to see what he can do in the NHL. You know, they need to see what he can do moving forward, if he's going to be part of the organization for long term, if he's going to even create value for himself elsewhere to be a trading chip. Because that's very real. If you have a player who's an asset who's played really well, you know, that's a trading chip. That's that's value. Um, but, of course, Donsk wants to play. So, it all factors in. I don't think it's a big concern right now with Leonard, uh, but I think the bigger concern is you really run Flurry hot and, and he doesn't get that proper rest. So it'll be interesting how it plays out if, if Leonard out, ends up being out longer than expected. And I know you focus on those goaltenders, uh, you know, a little bias there out of you. Uh-huh. Uh, I am, why, yeah. why has Flurry been so good this year? A couple of things. You know, I noticed it right away in training camp, um, and I noticed it even the last. I don't know, a year or two where, in my eyes, I thought, okay, Mark Andre's probably got a couple things he could tweak that would help him out. At times, he was chasing the puck in the past, which means that he's outside of his post. He's in the white ice rather than the blue ice. He's extending to make saves. Um, scenarios where you end up looking like a starfish with your arms extended are not necessarily good. You want to minimize that. Now, the thing is, that's Mark Andre Fleury's greatest strength is his explosiveness, his athleticism. But you'd like to see him make more saves with his chest, control rebounds, be square. And those are the changes I think he made coming into this year that have paid off is that he's playing a little bit deeper, more in his crease more often. He's staying within his post. He's not chasing the game. 
So I think it's cleaned up his rebounds first, and I, I think it's also just given him a little bit more time to make these saves. You know, everybody thinks the further out you get, well, you take down the angle, they can't score. Well, guess what? You also don't have time to react. Every foot you're moving out, you're losing a precious you know, quarter of a second, tenth of a second that you have to react. And when you're as reactionary and explosive as Marc-Andre Fleury, you've got to take advantage of that. So a little bit deeper in his crease, uh, using his post a little bit more to keep himself centered and grounded, I think it's really, really paid off for him. Mike, you do your own podcast? I do. Six degrees with Mike McKenna. Nod to Kevin Bacon, but it's because you can connect anybody to connect me to anybody in hockey within about two degrees, actually. But, wow. <laughs> yep, six degrees with Mike McKenna. Cool deal. Yeah, you guys see it up here on Apple and Spotify and Google. Well, we appreciate the time today. Thank you. Yeah, well, anytime, guys. Thanks for having me on. There he is, part of the VGK broadcast team, studio analyst Mike McKenna. On the way back, we'll get into the football frenzy. Uh, more. Mm, more rumors out there about the Panthers. Mm, I don't know why I did that. Uh, more, more rumors about the Panthers. Uh, they were clearing the decks of salary, so immediately people were like, hey, here's a connection to Deshaun Watson. And we're also about 15 minutes away from bringing in uh, gambling expert, NBA expert from uh, Fox Sports Radio and FS1, Jason McIntyre. Visit Cofield's Corner on LVSportsNetwork.com for access to the latest podcasts and best interviews.